Welcome to the Mandates Men's Conference 2021. The Spiritual Man. The message that you're about to listen to today is brought to you by Jesus House London. God bless you as you listen. Privileged here to have with us the head of Mandate, our spiritual father, (laughs) Pastor Agu. And we'll be asking him some very, how shall I put it? Well, we'll be having a conversation. Let's put it that way. Open and honest. Conversation. Yes. Yes. See, aren't you glad I'm here? (laughs) Let us begin with the conversation. And ladies first. Oh, thank you so much, Pastor Agu. How do you feel having a lady at the Mandate Conference this year? (laughs) Different. (laughs) (laughs) Well, just remember how you're feeling. Hopefully it's a positive feeling so you can consider us in the future, okay? Just putting it out there. (laughs) We'll, we'll, We'll pray, we'll fast, we'll seek the mind of God. Yes. That we shall do. Okay, um, well, I really particularly wanted to hear your mind on something that has been so um, evident over the last year uh, with young people, um, with all people, to be fair, but in particular, young people um, dealing with the pressures, the stresses of life, um, and just how that has affected their mental health, um, affected how they view themselves, how they uh, respond to issues in life. I really, I, I mean, I don't know about you, but I really wanted to hear your mind on, on that specific issue. It's, it's uh, the, pan- the period of this pandemic was tough. Mm. Um, 18, 18 months, um, three lockdowns, I think we had. Yeah. Uh, what it did to our social life. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was worse if you lived alone. Mm. Um, The pressure it put on marriages. Mm. Um, Apparently, they they say the divorce rates have gone up after that period. Um, Domestic violence also increased. Mm. Uh, And and yeah, I mean, it was was tough. Mm. Um, Now, the truth is that Life was already tough before then in terms yeah. of the pressure <laughs> that, um, that, uh, that is put on young people. And I remember I was having a conversation with our, with our son, uh, JJ, which kind of opened me up to uh, you know, a lot of things um, that go through the minds of a younger generation. And, and I think maybe talking to um, parents mm. or or those who look after young people. I think it's, it's important to understand the pressure that this, that this young, younger generation is under. Mm. Um, you know, growing up, your world was very limited. Mm. So you, you didn't judge yourself against the whole world. Yeah. Now you're measuring yourself against the whole world. Mm-hmm. You're... <laughs> You're not just trying to be like the family down the road. Mm. You're trying to be like a celebrity family. Yeah. Um, you want your home to be like their home mm-hmm. because you've, you know, you've literally lived in their home on social media yes. or, or on reality television. <laughs> um, you know, you're measuring yourself against friends who are putting their best foot forward. Um, they never tell you the downsides. They mm. never show you the ugly parts. Yeah. Mm. Nobody puts... Um, 
the ugly parts on social media, yeah. Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is. Um, and, and so it looks like everybody around you is doing so well. Yeah. Everybody's marriage is working. Everybody's forging ahead. Everybody's mm. having fantastic holidays. Mm. And, you know, everything is going so well for everybody mm. apart from you. And mm -hmm. it puts so much pressure yes. on you. Yeah. And I think um, we have to understand that that's the world that mm. young people live in. And you are in touch with this world 24-7. Mm. All day, so every day. So it doesn't stop, yeah. you know. The pressure doesn't stop. Mm. The, 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 the ridiculous standards that are being put in front of you doesn't stop. Mm. You can't switch off from it. Mm. You're constantly in touch with it. And I think when we understand that level of pressure, it, it, we, can, we can appreciate what a young person in this, gen, in this time is going through mm. and we can come alongside to help. Mm. Understanding that you know, there is this pressure mm. that is on them. Mm. Um, and I think there are ways that we can help. You know, I think uh, um, it's important to create a safe space. Um, that's major. Mm. Um, a space where um, young or old, the person can feel vulnerable. Mm. Uh, the person can, is not afraid to show their, their weakness or mm -hmm. you know, the challenges they are going through. Mm. They feel safe in that space. Yeah. Sadly, a lot of homes are not safe spaces. Mm. And that's, the that's part of the challenge. If, mm. if, if, if there isn't a safe space for me to distress, mm. it's like a pressure cooker, mm. you know, you want to uncock and let mm. the pressure out, mm. then the pressure is going to build and eventually it's going to burst. So mm. I think it's the responsibility of parents to make sure that they, their home is a safe space. Mm. And um, those who can influence or, you know, look after young people or have, you know, some relationship with them, just try and make sure that they're, safe spaces mm. um, where these young people can be. Um, I think it's important to affirm mm. people. Yeah. Um, you know, I love the story in the Bible of uh, how um, Jesus is baptized at the start of his ministry. Mm. He hasn't done anything, but yet God says, this is my beloved son mm. in whom I'm well pleased yeah. before anything. Mm. You know, and I think that's God saying to us, this is how it should be. Um, my love for you doesn't depend on you passing the exams. I must mm. get that message across. You know, you can flunk the exams. It mm. doesn't change my love mm. for you. Uh, my love for you is not dependent on how you perform in any way. Mm. You know, I just love you. Mm. You know, I think that's very, very important. Mm. You know, these are stabilizing things mm. that you can put in the, in the life of a young person that can help them on this journey. Mm. Um, I think also... Uh, I think, I think you, you know, young people, you've got to somehow disconnect from those devices. Yeah. You've just got to. It has to be a part of life. Yeah. It's like a car being serviced. You have to put it into your life mm. that there's some days I just disconnect. There's mm. some hours I just disconnect. Mm. I can't live attached to this device 24-7. Mm. It's, it's going it's it? to yeah, happen. It's, it's going to become an addiction. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's easier said than done, I understand. Mm. But you've got to be able to do that. Mm. You've got to be able to rest, mm -hmm. you know, switch off from the, some of these things. Mm. I, I think those are things that, can, that, that will help um, mm. uh, deal with the pressure. Mm. Um, you've, we've got to take away the, the stigma mm. that's attached with challenges with mental health. Mm. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with a therapist. You mm. know, it's some, it's good see a therapist. Mm. I would always recommend a Christian therapist mm. because yeah. that brings the added dimension of yeah. Christ, which is really yeah. the solution to all this. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, and then I would say to um, um, uh, people, you know, prepare the storm shelter before mm. the storm. Mm. And what do I mean by that? Get into the Word of God, mm. you know. Um, memorize scriptures. Mm. The, Jesus says this, these scriptures are... Uh, they are spirit and they are life. Mm. They, can, they, they are buffers. They can mm. protect you. You know, so especially if you know you have a weakness in an area, mm. get into the scriptures in that area. Memorize them. Mm. Confess them. Speak them. Words shape your life. Mm. Um, and then have great friends. Mm. Friends who are genuine, who are real, who watch out for you, watch your back, care for you. Mm. Um, yeah, I think, you know, some of those, those things will, will, will help. Mm. Um, and, you know, we can go deeper. Uh, but I think, you know, at least that gives some sort of framework. Yes, um, yeah. I mean, you said something that I thought was interesting um, about the parents creating a safe space for the children. But in a lot of homes, there's a culture difference. There's a, there's a mind shift, I think, that parents... A disconnect. A disconnect between the parents and the child. How do you... How do parents, you know, um, come into that world of their children, especially when their children are doing or are, are living life completely differently to how they live their lives? How do they connect with each other on that level? I think we have to just understand that this is a different generation. Mm. Um, it's not going to go back to how it was when you were growing <laughs> up. Values can remain the same mm. and should remain the same if mm. they're godly values. But mm. it's just going to be different. Mm. In, 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 in my generation, you spent your whole time outside. Mm. You spent yeah. it playing with the boys, riding bicycles, mm. playing football, climbing trees. Mm. You know, and, and, and that had its way of uh, shaping your life. And uh, toughening you up. Yes, the interactions <laughs> you had. You know, all that stuff. Now you spend your whole time mm. in front of a screen mm. um, with a console in your hand. Yeah. Um, and that's how you engage with the world. Mm. Uh, so we just have to understand that a lot has changed. And, and you know, in those days, um, you knew... Um, I remember um, um, JJ and I talking about this. In, in, the days, in those days, you knew this guy was, a, he was doing funny things because, <laughs> you know... He was out late at night. Mm. You didn't know where he was. Yeah. He was sneaking in the early hours of the morning. So you knew instantly as a parent, there's something wrong here. Mm. Now your child could be in the house, yeah. in his room or yeah. her room, mm. coming down to get a drink from the mm. fridge, and your child is talking to all kinds of, of people, people. Yeah. in yeah. different parts of yeah, the world. The world yeah. uh, it's been influenced by different things, mm. and it's happening right under your nose in mm. your house. So we've got to understand that, you know, parents in one generation have to just understand that it's a different generation. Mm. And if you're going to help in that generation, you've got to adapt and change yeah. and understand what is going on. And you've got to put some things away and put some things mm. behind. Um, mm. I, 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 we just have to. If not, sadly, you could potentially have a crisis on mm. your hands. Yeah, we don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in terms of um, the family, because the family is so important, mm. as you said, to, to kind of to nurture that kind of safe space. Um, but sometimes at home, as you said, it's not a safe space. Um, and that could be to do with uh, the dysfunctionality of um, the family. And there's a question um, from the men. They said that one of the challenges that men have is how to deal with the pressures when they've had an absent father mm. or not a role model to actually 
help to guide and direct the way they, they should go. How would they deal with those things, having no knowledge? Yeah. Well, I, I think the issue of, of absentee fathers or fathers who are present physically but yeah. totally absent emotionally, yeah. I think that's a, that's a big challenge. Yeah. Um, because the role of a father is so important in the way God has arranged things. Yeah. I think the father should be the, the, the child's first encounter with the love of a heavenly father. Mm. Imperfect because we're natural, mm. but it should give you a taste and mm. a, you know, a glimpse and you know, a feel mm. of what it is to have a, a, a father. And, mm. and when the father is not there um, or is there but is totally absent, is just there you know, physically, it does present challenges and we must, yeah. we must accept that. But then part of our being Christian is that we believe that, you know, God knows all these things and mm. provides ways for us to overcome these obstacles, um, gives us second chances. And I think God does that. Mm. I think that for me, that's the beauty of a church mm. because a church is a family. So I might not have had a father who did much. Mm. I might have had a father who I hardly saw or yeah. was just totally absent, but in a good church, I can come in there and have father figures okay. who can step in and begin to play that role. So how would you pick the father figures? You can't just be like, hey, that's a man over there. <laughs> would you be my father? I, 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 think, I think if you're in a family, I think relationships, you know, you build relationships because you're in the family. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I work in, uh, in the TV ministry. Mm. There's a likelihood... I'm going to meet, you know, so-and-so in the TV ministry mm. who, you know, we mustn't forget that there's a God who's sitting in heaven and arranging all these yes. things. So God knows that I have a need mm. and he's positioned um, Dave in the TV ministry <laughs> and, and, and I meet Dave and he's just a kind of guy. Mm. And I, I mean, if you didn't know how God worked, you think, oh, this is a wonderful coincidence. I, mm. I really wanted someone like this and he's there. No, God arranged it. Mm. That's, that's the beauty of God. Mm. That's the grace of God, the love of God. Mm. So I think the multiple relationships in the church provide that opportunity. If you're in the men's ministry, you'll meet some guys yeah. who can step into that role. Mm. Um, I, think, I think that's very important. I think also, as you grow in your relationship with Christ, that's part of the healing that takes place. Mm. Um, and we realize that the vacuum is filled as mm. we develop our relationship mm. uh, with God. I think, you know, the big problem is when we sweep it under the carpet, mm. uh, we, don't, we don't acknowledge that this is an issue, this is a vacuum, this is a need, this is a problem because of what happened or mm. the circumstances that I grew up in. Um, and we just think we can just get on with life mm. and then it catches up with us eventually. Mm. But I think once we acknowledge that this is a gap, mm. you know, I, I wish this, my father was. And sometimes it's not even that the father was absent mm. yeah. in that way. Sometimes the father might have just passed on mm. and just created that vacuum. Mm. Um, but, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I love the local church and I feel that when we take advantage of the local church, and that's why, you know, one of the things that I really am pushing is for people not to let the pandemic create us into a totally virtual church. Mm. Um, there's something for physical relationships. There's yeah. something for men, especially mm. getting together, <laughs> you know, standing <laughs> shoulder to shoulder, yeah. um, iron sharpening iron. And there's something when it is done physically. Mm. 
um, and the church provides that. Do you, do, you see if there, do you see anything wrong in having maybe too many father figures or too mm. many mentors? Because there's a saying that too many cooks spoils the, the, the broth. Mm. So could you elaborate on that? Well, I mean, I, I, I think too many of anything is going to be a problem. <laughs> so, yes. so, but, but I feel that, you know, at different levels, you can have relationships at different levels mm. where people are inputting into your life. They don't necessarily have to be uh, as close as, as each other. Mm. Um, and I think that's, that's, that's again, it's the beauty of the church. Mm. So I can be very close to you. I'm not so close to so-and-so, but I'm learning something from mm. so-and-so. Okay. And, you know, I think this is also where mentoring plays, plays a major role yeah. as well. You know, getting the right mentors mm. who can um, help you on this journey, speak mm. into your life, you know, guide you. Um, the Bible says in the multitude of counselors, there's yeah, safety. Well, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, feel, I feel that, yeah, the church plays a big role in that. And I think we need to be intentional mm. about it. Can you just say something, perhaps, to a, a dad who's been absent from their child's life and has no idea how to connect with that child? Do you have any words of advice for that father reaching out to their child? Well, I think, I think um, the, the starting point is to realize that I haven't done it right. Mm. Yeah, I want to make amends. Mm. Uh, now, it's true, time is gone. Mm. Um, you might not be able to get it make it perfect mm. I mean time is gone mm. you know he hasn't seen you since he was seven years old mm. he's now 29 years old yeah I mean you know yeah. the, man, between yes. seven and 29 time is gone <laughs> yeah. but if you're in if you're if you're intentional mm. you're repentant mm. about you know the way you've handled things uh, you can start the journey mm. uh, and and slowly begin to build a relationship just don't expect it to be magical. Mm. Don't expect it to happen overnight. Mm. Um, understand that there are wounds, possibly. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, there might be some hurt, some, hurt, some yeah. pain. You're going to have to work through all that stuff. Be mm. patient. Mm. Um, and, and let's pray for a lot of grace from mm. God. And you, you, know, you just you get, get on with it. Yeah. 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 I think that because um, it's a men's conference... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, so leading on to, 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 to from fatherhood and how to act as a man, it's also how to act as a man in relation to the women. So we have questions here yeah. regarding dating. And uh, one of the questions is, um, is it okay to go on multiple dates before choosing a relationship? <laughs> okay, I, I, I always like to clarify the terminology. <laughs> because I have found out that there's so much confusion uh, mm. because what you are thinking is dating might not be what I'm thinking it, dating is. Yeah. So it's important for us to be on the same page mm. with regards to the terminology. Um, some people think uh, dating is just... Hanging out. Hanging out. Hanging out. Going out. Going, let's go out for a drink. Let's yeah. go out for a meal kind of thing. Um, some people see dating as an actual relationship mm -hmm. where thing, where number, yes. you know, where, where couple. On date one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And where couple. And we're exclusive. Know? Yes. yes. We're exclusive to each other. One day. Yeah. yeah. One in, day. In yeah. some cases, yeah. Yeah, no, no, because that's because you're thinking of dating the way, the way I said. But yes. for some people, 
if they say we're dating, yeah. what they mean is that we are in a relationship. Especially if you've been talking on the phone for quite some time, yeah. then you think most times that you are in some sort we're of in a relationship. relationship. So, so what I say to people is, <laughs> I say to people, just be clear about the different categories and the changes that take place. Mm. Yeah. So I always say there are three three categories. Okay. We start first by being acquaintances. Okay. That's pretty clear, yeah. isn't it? We're in church. Yeah. We were in the same office. Mm -hmm. um, she, she's, you know, um, Peter's cousin, <laughs> or Tinde's cousin, you know. So we're acquaintances. Yeah. We then move from being acquaintances to being friends, mm -hmm. various degrees of friendship. But we're friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. You know, we can be friends. We can... We can hang out, we can go and see a movie or whatever it is, we're yeah, friends. But judging from what my dear wife said, that could be deemed as dating. We are going out to a movie, so the line... Well, my no, question as, was as going as, to be, as long, yeah. how many people are you doing that with? Are you doing it with just yes. one person? So, so that, you see, as long as we're clear, yeah. there's, there's no... You know, nothing is under the radar. <laughs> we are friends. Ah, yeah? okay. Frankly, to put it in... Christian terminology, brother and sister. <laughs> That's what we are. Right. Now, the challenge, and this is the big challenge, is that it could so easily cross into intimacy mm. and it's not defined. Mm. That's where the problem starts. Mm. Because I'm the only one you're taking regularly mm. to movies. I'm the only one, you know, or you've, 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 you've created this environment that makes me feel very special mm. yeah. you know yeah. it's a it's a different relationship mm. after service you 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 know you don't drop anybody else but you always drop me at mm. home i mean it gets so bad that my parents are coming in and you volunteer to, <laughs> to pick, pick them, them up, up at the airport i mean wow. the thing just stacks up and and we talk to each other this is the most dangerous mm. we we talk to each other so regularly mm. that I have come to expect it. Mm -hmm. um, you're the first person I'm going to speak to and you're the last person I'm going to speak to. Mm. Now, this is where, guys, we have to own up because mm. a lot of guys will say, but I didn't... Commit to anything. I didn't think it was that. Yeah. I didn't commit to anything. Yeah. No, your actions have committed you. And it's actually a bit of a game <laughs> guys are playing if we're truthful. Most guys know that their actions have yeah. committed them. But mm. they, they are playing this game where I didn't say anything. Yeah. No, they, they say it's not in the Bible, but actions speak louder than words. Your actions have spoken very loud. Mm. And I think at that point in time, even you know, the, the ladies should, should, should put, put the brakes on it mm -hmm. and, and be able to say, hang on a second, what is going on here? Because we move question. from friendship yeah. and there is a degree of intimacy that is, that is going on here. Mm. And with regards to dating, I mean, what I say to people is, why do you want to invest emotional capital in a venture that's going nowhere? Mm. If this was material, money, mm. yeah. People would say you're a fool <laughs> because you know the company is going to collapse. Mm. The company hasn't given you any assurances. You haven't done your due diligence with mm. the company. Yeah. And somebody just says, oh, this is a great company. They're going to make tons of money. And mm. you just take your whole life savings mm. and put it into, mm. into it. But people do that with their lives mm. because you have no assurances from the guy. Mm. He, he hasn't confirmed anything to you. And you're investing emotional capital. Mm. 
then the ine inevitably you are going to have your heart broken. Mm. It's wow. a no-brainer. So um, I say to people, you know, let's be friends. Mm. Let's stay on the friendship lane. Let's be brother and sister. Uh, if you wanted to go further, put your cards on the table. And as Christians, what you're saying is not trial and error. Mm. There's no room for that. What you're saying is that I'm serious with this relationship mm. and I believe that this relationship will eventually lead to us being husband and wife at some point. Mm. It might not be now, but this isn't just a fling. This isn't just, um, I'm not just perching here for a few minutes and mm. moving on. No, there's a genuine commitment to this relationship. There's a genuine commitment to you. And I just want us to work on it, build it, build, build ourselves up. And I feel that if that's not the case, then I don't need to be in a relationship with you. But as a woman, though, how do you know when to ask that question? Because if you're on the journey of getting to know each other, you're automatically going to spend more time together to get to know each other. So whilst you're on that journey, at what point do you say to yourself, no, I have to have that conversation with him so I can put the brakes in? I think it will always be obvious if people are truthful to themselves. I think a lot of people, a lot of people are just not truthful to themselves. I mean, yeah. I think it's always obvious. He, how many times is he calling you a day? Three, four times. A day? Yeah. Every day? Yeah. Uh, that's, it's, that's is the, that too much? It's, I, it's, I would expect that, though. If he's calling you three, four <laughs> times a day, first thing in the morning, last yeah. thing at night, I mean, come on. But my friends at do that. Point, so couldn't that couldn't he just be a friend just checking in? What how he, you doing? He, he checks in in the morning <laughs> and checks in every night. Uh, and he's, no, no, no. And he's, and he's, 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 he's the, you know he's a guy. Yeah. I mean he's doing he's, he's doing that. He's taking you out all the time. He's spending so much. But time we're with getting you. to th that's all part of. So he calls me in the morning because he wants to understand my routine in the morning. He calls me during the day so he understands what I'm what my day is like. And at the end of the day, we have a conversation to round up my day so that we both understand what sorts of days we've had okay so how many people are calling you uh, do you have about five or six other guys who are your yeah. male friends calling you i could what? i could well, well, how many is too many how many of how many is too many of that i really don't even think it's how many <laughs> i think it's the guy's actions and what the actions are telling what they're saying to you mm. i think that's what you've got to watch and I think because you want to protect yourself. You yes. want to protect yeah. your heart. Yeah. You know, you don't need, we don't need broken hearts and mm. all the emotional mess. So I think you, you know, you, 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 you see a few things and you want to be able to say, listen, it's, it's just, let's just have this conversation. Mm. What exactly do you want out of this? Mm. You know, if it's a friendship, we have to draw the boundaries. Mm. Straight away, we've do got to think, draw boundaries. Think, um, and boundaries are critical, by the mm. way. Yeah? Boundaries. You, you, do you think that men and women can be friends? Solely. I think so. Yes, mm. I think I think I think there. Yeah, I think there are biblical ways for us to do it. And and you know the Bible is not an old-fashioned book. Mm. I think we draw boundaries. Um, we respect each other, uh, and yeah, I think it's very possible. But mm. I think that we have to be careful so that it doesn't cross over. And it's going to take a lot of integrity mm. on both sides. Mm. You know, what happens is that people know. 
you know you but you know a lot well, of we're times hoping. Yes, yeah. a lot of times the girl is hoping <laughs> that it will stop hoping you know hey. she, <laughs> she's hoping that it will kind of work yes, out so she doesn't want to have that conversation mm. because she doesn't want to hear yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what no. What yes. she might hear, yeah, so she's just hoping, yeah, that, that it, it will work change. out. Yeah. You know, I'll grow on him, he'll yes. come around. You know, this is how it happens. Mm. You know, let's just keep at it. But she's been sucked deeper mm. and deeper, and she's very emotional. Mm. Her emotions are getting entangled she's mm. she's falling in love with the guy yeah. you know it's a problem because mm. the guy is going to the guy is going to say the guy is going to say but you know it's just you just my friend yeah you know, i've Ouch. heard that many times yeah you know pastor i didn't say anything i don't mm. know i don't know how could she have thought that pastor how couldn't she have thought that <laughs> with, with all that you did and then yeah. what you then have is a it's a mess that mm. you didn't need to have so yeah. I, I i think we've just got to be truthful to ourselves mm. we've got to uh, not forget the role the Holy Spirit plays in all these things. Mm. Checking it out with God. Am I going too far? Mm. You know, is this crossing the line? Mm. The boundaries that you've drawn. Is it, there must be some boundaries. Yeah. If, the, if the guy is talking to you at 2 a.m., there's a problem. Wow. You know, I mean, come on. You started talking at, 11, <laughs> at 10 at night and you're still talking at 2. Oh, come on, wake up and smell the coffee. You've crossed the boundary. Yeah. And it didn't just happen once. Mm. It's happening regularly. Mm. In a matter of time, in a, in a few days or weeks, you're going to be hooked. Mm. You're going to be sitting there watching your phone, waiting for your phone. Yes. But she wants it to happen. Yes, we do. We that's do. why she's there as your friend. We do. Yeah. Hanging we do. there. Yeah, yeah but, but we're, trying to, we're trying to get ourselves to, you know, follow. You know, yes. Yeah, follow, follow yes. Live, live righteously. Yes. So my, I, I have a final question on dating because it's not a dating show. <laughs> Is where are you? What's your take on dating apps? And I remember when oh, I was wow. single, when I was single, ladies, when I was single, I was told it was very okay to go on these dating apps. But what is your take on it? Okay. Um, I don't have anything against dating okay. apps. Okay. I feel that some people have met their mm. partners on Christian dating apps. Mm -hmm. Of course, I would always say, go and find a Christian, Christian dating one. app. <laughs> now, I don't say that because everybody there on there is Christian. Mm. Of course not. It's That's like a church. True. You have a mixed multitude. You have all, yes. kinds of, all kinds of characters. However, mm. and I think this is, this is critical if you're going to go down that route, you must understand the challenges mm. it poses and you must work to negate those challenges mm. so what challenges does it pose big challenges mm. because it's like it's like casting a rod and just you know kind of like hoping that it will get it yeah. will, you you <laughs> you you you'll get the right kind yeah. of thing yeah because all the parameters by which you can make measurements mm. don't exist. Mm. It is whatever the person puts out there. Mm. And who's going to put the stuff that will yeah. make them look bad? Yeah, Everyone is going to put the <laughs> yeah, best thing of out course. there. Yeah. So you are already starting from that position mm. where, you know, you just don't know mm. whether all this stuff is, is true. true. Um, so I say to people, if you go down that route, you have to really 
pray mm. fast, mm. hear God, mm. seek his face. You, you, you've just got, frankly, you've got to give your life to that. Wow. Because you see, it is, everything is, you can't verify anything. Mm. So God literally needs to come and tell you mm. that this is it. Now, have I seen it work? I have. Mm. Yeah. Frankly, I have a cousin uh, mm. who met her husband um, on one of these dating apps. Wow. And it's worked. Mm. Have I seen it fail? More times. Oh <laughs> Many more times. Uh, sadly so. Mm. You know, I've seen it. I've seen the you know, pain caused mm. as a result of mm. it. So I would say to people, yes, it can happen. Mm. But you've got to understand the mm. circumstances, mm. understand the obstacles. You've mm. got to be ready to pay the price. Mm. I think in prayer, in prayer. and in hearing God yeah. concerning it. Um, you've got to multiply your due diligence, mm. you know, so many times over, yes, you know, yes. literally watching and yes. praying because you don't know, you, don't know. you know, whereas, you know, if you're somebody in the church or mm. somebody's cousin, you know, mm. you can kind of find out stuff around the person, mm. you have information, mm. you know, their friends, you know, the neighborhood they lived mm. in, you you know, you know the church they came from or whatever. Mm. But this one, you don't know anything. Mm. All you know is whatever the guy or the girl mm. put up on mm. the website. I mean, mm. yeah, it just tells you your work is cut out for you. Wow. But can it work? It can. Yeah. Um, I've seen it work, but I've seen many end up, you know, in, wow. in, in a lot of pain. Wow. So, Pastor, what do you think about, um, suppose you know the family or know the kind of uh, people they're with, but it's abroad mm. so it's kind of like a long distance a relationship, relationship. Well, mm. what would you say to people who are like oh i met someone maybe not on holiday because it's somewhere you you, you frequent mm. but what would you say if they wanted to start a relationship i, w I would say almost a similar thing mm. to the dating app i would mm. say you have to understand that your work is cut out for you mm. um, the truth is that there's an easier way mm. to deal with all these issues it's just that uh, we look for, we, 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 we don't want to pay that price. What's the mm. easiest way? The easiest way is God tells you this is your wife. Oh, wow. Easy. <laughs> and, and as you know, that's how I married, yes. married my wife, uh, Shola. Mm. God just told me this is your wife, you know. Now, that's, that sorts it all out. If God says to you this is your wife, and then in my case, you know, you have your multitude of counselors. Mm. These are people you submit to spiritually who are, say, who are saying to you, that's exactly what God has said. God mm. has spoken to us. You know this is what God has said. And then you can go ahead mm. and start the process. Mm. But if, you know, if you're not sure yeah. that it is God, you know, you don't know. And you, you, you know, you haven't paid the price to be able to hear God in mm. that way. Keep seeking his face, mm. but keep watching. Mm. Keep doing your due diligence. Mm. Submit it to a multitude of counselors. That's the beauty of a church, mm. you know, that has a good leadership system, mm. good marriage ministry. I mean, we have a great marriage ministry here mm. at Jesus House. By the time it's gone through all these processes, yeah. uh, God, God's grace will make sure you don't make a mistake. Amen to that. Amen. 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 Okay. okay, so shall I go ahead? Go on. Go on. Okay, Go on. thank you. <laughs> um, moving on to marriage now, okay. Um, if I've got a question here that says, um, been married for 11 years, and uh, my husband and I have grown apart, not us, 
<laughs> How do we keep the fire burning, um, especially when only one party seems interested? Well, that mm. happens a lot. Wow. Um, you know, wow. Uh, we, we, can, we can... I think there are a number of things to do. Um, and these are very practical things. Mm. I think... I'm going to sound like a scratch record. But <laughs> I'm sure you know what I'm going to say. I'm, I'm going to say, number one, um, soak your marriage in prayer. Yeah. Don't, don't take for granted. Mm. Don't take your marriage for granted. Don't mm. take each other for granted. Don't take for granted that you've got an adversary mm. who is out there who is trying to mm. wreck that marriage. So yeah. soak your marriage um, in prayer. Um, I think also uh, put some practical things in place mm. that will help. Um, don't stop dating. Mm. Yeah, even though you're married, mm. you know, don't stop gems, dating. Guys, don't, gems. don't get caught into the dating. routine and the, mon <laughs> the mundane things of marriage so that you stop dating. Mm. Uh, whatever it is that brought you together should keep you going mm. yeah, with the times time you spend together. Um, I think make sure you do that. Um, I think have a very open communication so mm. that we can have frank communications mm. uh, in a kind way so that I'm not hurting you, mm. but I can explain to you where I'm at and we mm. can work at it together um, where, where I'm at. Mm. Um, I think uh, uh, having um, role models that speak into your marriage will always yeah. help and yeah. strengthen um, every marriage. Um, I think those things would are the kind of things that I would do mm. um, and I've done mm. um, in, 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 the, in my marriage to just, just keep it you know, going. I think it's important to have frank communications. Mm. Just, you know. Quick question. So, hypothetically, <laughs> yeah. hypothetically, if your, well, whoever, your spouse, is sensitive to these open mm. and frank conversations, how would you now broach certain topics? Mm. That's, that's, that, that's a challenging one mm. if your, your spouse is sensitive. Mm. I think you have to, be, you have to become creative in mm. how, you, how you bring up those topics. Mm. I think also, I say to couples, there's every marriage I feel should be submitted to another marriage. Mm. So yes. there are certain things, there are certain things you might not be able to tell Abby, but there are certain things I can tell Abby. Because, there are many things. Because, because, because she's submitted in, in that, and your marriage is submitted. So, yeah. you know, there are certain things. Um, I, I, I have a, a pastor, mm. um, Shola and I are submitted to the pastor. There are certain things the pastor will, will, can tell me mm. that, you know, uh, fortunately we have a pretty, pretty good communications, but if there were things that she couldn't say, there are certain mm. things the pastor could say to me. Mm. Okay. Um, I, think, I think that helps as well. Mm. Do you know what? I don't think this is going to be the end of this conversation. I feel like there's so much to talk about. Yeah, and I hope that you guys are going to keep this section next year. I'm more than happy to come back if you need a co-host. Okay. Um, finally, only because this is quite a sensitive one. Yeah. And, you know, we, we do want to, to help as many people as we can. Yeah. Um, I've got a question here um, about someone who was abused and molested growing yeah. up uh, and, and believes that it's a recurring theme in their life. How do they deal with this and how do they move on? Well, when you say recurring theme, the, the, the abuse just won't go away. It just, they, I, they I just, believe so. Yeah. I, think, I think it says a heaviness. Okay. Yes, yes. Following okay. them around. Well, I, um, I, 
I was I was abused myself, mm. um, so I understand that. I think I was abused from the age of six years old, mm. uh, probably till the age of fourteen or fifteen or thereabouts, wow. thirteen. Um, um, abused, you know, by um, um, some of our the the. I mean, in in the culture in which I grew, we had um, a lot of house helps mm. um, and so one of the house helps you know abused me from probably the age of five if i remember wow. rightly so i understand that i understand uh, that i wrote a, a book out of it sex lies on your soul yes. um and you know i would say to such a person that um, in christ you can get wholeness again Amen. um i would say to such a person that they should, uh, they, they, they've got to deal with it. You can't mm. sweep it under the carpet. Mm. Um, for many years I did, mm. uh, just got on with life. Um, also because, you know, I, I, I didn't feel, I didn't realize the full import of it. I mean, mm. I knew what she was doing, um, but I didn't realize the full import. I didn't realize how it affected my life. Mm. Um, and so I would say, don't sweep it under the carpet. I would say, you know, um, appreciate the, 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 the gravity of it, I appreciate how the enemy has tried to use it to scar your life, um, mm. um, hurt you, and you know, bring, it out to the, bring it up to the surface to deal with it. Um, I would uh, encourage such a person to find themselves and their esteem and their identity in mm. Christ again. That's the beauty of the Christian faith. Mm. Um, I would say to such a person to Find a safe place to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I'm one for good Christian counselors and good Christian therapists. Mm. Um, I would definitely say pray about it. Mm. And sometimes there is a prayer of deliverance that might be needed mm. um, to sever the ties. Yeah. Um, again, the beauty of being in a, in a strong local church is that all these things are available in the church mm. um, to help such a person. I would say to such a person that it's a lie of the enemy mm. that what you went through has defined you, scarred you, mm. or, or put a blemish on you. That's a lie of the enemy. The blood of Jesus washes everything away. Amen. And it has washed that away. Um, you just got to go through that healing process. Amen. Um, and just, just to put this out there, um, for any of the things we've talked about, I know we kind of just you know, <laughs> touched the surface of a lot of these yeah. things. Um, there's a lot of, there are a lot of resources that mm -hmm. we can provide. Um, if you want good Christian counselors, we can provide them for you. We can connect you with some in this ministry, outside this ministry. Um, if you want good, good Christian therapists or good therapists who can help you, um, um, you know, come through whatever it is that you're going through. Uh, if you would like books that you can read, resources that can help you, organizations that deal with particular things. I mean, I know we haven't spoken about in specifics about you know addiction and mm. cycles, mm. you know pornography, sexual addictions, eating addictions, um, you know addictions to things like you know mo mobile devices. Basically, we can help and we want to help. That's the essence of this conference, and that's for us at Mandate Men's Ministry. That's what we want to do. We want to be able to channel you in the right direction to those who are experts, who are specialists, who can help. Some of them in this, in this ministry, some of them in this church, uh, quite a number of them outside. So just give us a call, send us an email, 
it will be handled discreetly. You can trust it will be treated confidentially. Yes. Um, and then we can, you know, we can play a role in helping um, on that journey, whatever it is. We want to have people who have broken out of mm. every uh, stronghold, every Amen. constraint Amen. Uh, that life circumstances, the enemy has taken advantage to put them in. Um, f we have freedom in Christ, yes. and, and that's what we want for all ourselves. Yes. Yeah, just that. Oh I my gosh, Pastor Agu, that was amazing. Thank you so, so, so much. That was fantastic. Your words of wisdom yes. and for your time. Yeah. Um, I just want to say it's been an, a, a great conversation. It sure has. So many nuggets. So many. Um, for us men to glean off of. And Thank also you. the ladies <laughs> to be taking notes, especially about the, the dating. So, again, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, just thanks a lot. I mean, guys it, it, and ladies, it's it's the surface. You mm. know, we could we could take one of these and we could go through it and yes. we could go through scripture and prayers yeah. and stuff. But it's a start. Yeah, and make those calls, um, and and we can take it from there. Um, and if, if 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 there's anyone who wants to reach me as well, you know, the same email addresses will work. The emails will get to me. I will, I will answer them personally. I can assure you about that. Um, and then we can we can we can we can we can get go on the journey to freedom. Yes, yes. Yeah. Amen. Journey to freedom. To freedom. Thanks guys Fantastic. and girls. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed this message. And for more information, please visit our website at jesushouse.org.uk and follow us at Jesus House on all social media platforms. May God bless you.